Hello and welcome back to Random Encounters in the Library. Today is Wednesday, May 15th, and this is episode 15. We're going to start off with a voice message from Frank T. from Frank T.'s Liner Notes. Take it away, Frank. Hey Jim, thanks for listening. I'm glad you're finding something that you enjoy in my microbursts. And uh, I wanted to let you know I did get a chance to listen to your uh, anchor cast as well. And uh, the last one on inspiration from literature, man, I would love to hear your regular recommendation on books that we should be reading that would inspire us to better and more interesting adventures. So here we are in the depths of the library. Um, I'm just going to dive in and just uh, get this started. And then um, we'll try to do once a week, um, get something out there, hopefully get a response, have a discourse, all that fun stuff. Um, Ray Otis on his Plundergrounds did a episode I think around the same time as my one uh, that uh, Frank mentioned um, foundational fantasies where he went through and s- s- selected um, 10 different works from um, 10 different authors and um, so yeah I figure we could get something like that going um we're going to start uh with um research basically <laughs> so um when i was first researching for my little jungle uh setting that i was thinking about onzir uh the green inferno i kind of uh wanted to base it on the Amazon, and then eventually I decided to add to make it a little more like a mishmash of the different jungles around the world, but, you know, started off with the Amazon, and uh, 2016, I think, um, there was a man who, um, I think it was 26, I don't know, maybe it was 2008. Who knows, but it's walk Walking the Amazon, where he um, literally walked the route of the Amazon, and he actually started over in Peru <laughs> there, and then walked up over the Andes, and then to where they think that the Amazon... Uh, like the water comes down the mountain and then he traversed the jungles there and all that fun stuff. So that was a lot of, you know, him dealing with the tribes and different animals, um, trying not to get diseases, um, all that fun stuff. So taking some notes here and there, um, for just, 
ideas and stuff. And uh, that was pretty informative about how the jungle is, you know, as like a, a setting or whatever. I mean, it's not necessary, but it helps get that out. So you, you have a feel for uh, something like that. And then the next book I read was The Lost City of Z, which I can't remember. There's about, um, so in the 1800s and the early 1900s, there was this uh, Explorers Society. I think they might have been based out of England, but yeah. So there's this one fella who was this amazing explorer. And just for him alone, you know, to turn him into an NPC would just be worth reading it. But there's a lot of him looking for this city that they'd heard that uh, the first explorers to South America had seen and experienced. And then when people came back, explorers came back a couple hundred years later, it was gone. And eventually you get to the end of the book and you discover all that fun stuff. So, um, but yeah, you get an idea. You can, they say truth is stranger than fiction. So there's a lot of things that you can use and adapt to your uh, stories. So, and um, I've since moved twice. <laughs> since I took those notes so I haven't been able to find those notes so but I only recently just started looking for them again so um and in the meantime I started reading um researching a little about Angkor Wat which is in the Cambodian uh jungle so I've got that um going for me so I can add that into it and I'm thinking of reading The Heart of Darkness and by Robert Conrad. I don't know. But yeah, that's set in the Congo, the Congolese jungle or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that, that kind of thing. And to give your, um, NPCs a bit of, um, genuineness authenticity that's it that um, would uh, do and to not make them just um, blank stereotypes that you know anybody could just come up with you know so I think that is a good way to make your games more um have your players appreciate them more so that they're just not kind of wading through just a um, two-dimensional people and creatures. So, yeah. So there is that. Um, gonna pause for a second. I'll come back for the second part of this. So... Moving on to fantasy and science fiction 
literature as uh, inspiration for um, gaming and um, evoking atmosphere and NPCs and all that fun stuff. Um, I recently finished reading The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin, and um, that's a little more like a science fiction um, and kind of intrigue. There's not a whole lot of action, but there's some, you know, betrayals and misunderstandings and stuff. And it's fabulous, fabulous. Um, Leguin uh, goes into, um, like, the planet doesn't have large uh, herbivores, and therefore there's no really large uh, carnivores. So just kind of smaller animals. Um, it's called winter. Um, so it's because it's basically cold and snowing uh, all year round. It just gets really cold during the uh, winter months. And then, you know, it gets slightly less cold <laughs> during the summer. So... Um, Yes, there's that, and then how the uh, natives, the Gathenians, are, uh, how they uh, biologically are different from uh, the other um, races, because the main character is basically somebody from a, like a galactic federation that's coming to try to bring them, get them to agree to uh, join so there's a lot of mistrust and you know you can't really be an alien so you know um but yeah that's a good uh story um but I'm trying to think of what to read next which unfortunately is um most of what I have is Appendix N stuff. So, therefore, it's already kind of been out there and uh, talked about and stuff. But I do have, and there are some things we could, like, take from from it. Um, like, if we wanted to uh, use something for um, Crawl Jammer, uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, would be uh, great for that with the Mars and the Venus uh, novels and um, some post-apocalyptic stuff um, for um, like Crawling Under a Broken Moon or MCC and we could even do um, like a issue by issue kind of look for the Commandy Last Boy on Earth um, comic series from DC. Um, but I think we'll um, try to move in a different direction. Um, I do have um, in the non-Appendix N category 
a uh, book by, uh, well, a few books by Harry Harrison. Uh, one of them is, um, I have the Death World Trilogy. It's all in one big hardback. So that's uh, science fiction, but there, this guy is stationed on this planet that is called Death World. And so it's really dangerous and all that stuff. So that should be interesting. Um, he's also written The Stainless Steel Rat, which is a favorite of mine. Um, he wrote the uh, short story or novella. Uh, Make Room, Make Room, which is a basis for Soylent Green. Um, So he's got some uh, good stuff out there. Um, Another book of his that I have is, I think, the uh, first Eden book, which is basically like a what if dinosaurs didn't get wiped out. So... That's another option to go into, but I think I might try uh, Death World first, and we'll see what we can uh, take out of it. So if anybody has any um, anything they'd like to add, any comments, questions, um, random thoughts, that would be fantastic. Um if you're on Anchor, you could just message me here. Um, you can send me emails at uh, James Yoder underscore artist at yahoo.com. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Um, also, I should be adding my blog because I'll probably be doing some uh, visual stuff there. So. In addition to listening to my voice, you'll have that so we can go back and forth between the two uh, for the necessary things or whatever. All right. Well, enough of that. I've got to get back to this. And um, thanks for listening. And I'll um, catch you all later. Take care. Bye.